Hi, thank you for tuning in to my podcast with Mystic Sisters. So today I want to remind you about something very essential that you need to add to your day. And for those of you who might be adding this to your day, good for you. Usually we tend to forget to be mindful. We forget about breathing and we forget about thinking for ourselves, taking a bit of time out for ourselves, taking that little bit of time out to de-stress your mind, to unwind and to get yourself back on track. Usually what happens is we end up paying so much of attention to what needs to be done that we forget about what we are doing and we tend to get caught up in a cycle, a rat race or we feel burnt out. Usually when this happens we feel as though we have nowhere to turn, we feel we've lost inspiration and we struggle with our mind thinking that we've tried everything and we still cannot find an answer and when you get to that point it's quite difficult because it's a bit inexplicable we may try to discuss this with someone but people who love us want the best for us and they may not be able to exactly help you because they see you as strong and they may see you as always capable some people who care about you might think you might need a cup of coffee or a bit of time out but sometimes we also allow our pride to get in the way so we may start telling someone how we feel and we stop so for whatever the reason it is that you're not getting things off your chest remember it's very very important to have a few mindful minutes Now, mindful minutes do not have to cost you anything. And usually when we think of taking care of our emotional selves and our mental selves, we think, oh, it's going to cost me a fortune. And we usually tend to delay this because we think that money is needed elsewhere. I need to pay my bills. I need to get my kids new shoes. I need to do X, Y or Z. So when it comes to things of the mind, we just brush it under the carpet, hoping that it will get better. But sometimes when we brush too many things under the carpet, what happens is we end up feeling so overwhelmed by it. And later on, it steps up to trip us up. This is so important for us to sit down and take a bit of time out. Make yourself a cup of tea, coffee or whatever beverage it is. Sit down in a different place to where you would normally sit. If you normally have your cup of tea in the kitchen, have your cup of tea in the garden. Or if you normally have your cup of tea in the garden, draw yourself a bubble bath and have a cup of tea or a glass of wine. We often tend to feel the need to make someone else feel better. It's human nature to do things for other people because sometimes it feels easier to not think about what we're going through because we don't know which direction to start. 
There's so many things, they keep toppling over one another. So we're not sure where to start. Do I think about my relationships or I've put on so much of weight or my work's not going too well or I feel hurt, my partner's betraying me. So we don't know which angle to deal with and we feel so frustrated. We feel like we are held mentally captive that we don't know where to start and we just sort of feel like I can't deal with this right now let me throw myself into work I can't deal with this right now let me help xyz with what they're going through and yes you know while it is good to focus on everything to get that balance in your life it's not good to delay dealing with your emotions because when we delay dealing with our emotions, they grow. It becomes like a little worm in your head where we're feeding with so much of emotion that we're carrying about with us and this worm becomes so big it just explodes leading us towards an emotional breakdown. Now there is nothing wrong again with having a breakdown It is a natural thing when we cannot deal with everything. We go through a breakdown. Firstly, I have to ask you to not feel sorry or angry or upset with yourself. Don't feel that you have to explain yourself to anyone. Do not feel the need to validate why you had gone through this breakdown. These are your emotions. This is your life. The only person you need to validate it to is yourself. You have to sit down and ask yourself, why have I gone through this? Why do I need to go through this? How can I address it? There is nothing embarrassing, nor is it humiliating to go through something where you feel like you cannot deal with it. We are new to life. We are new to different situations. There are certain things that we don't know how to deal with. There are some people that do know how to deal with it, and that is kudos to them. Well done to that person for being able to handle everything. But if you are struggling with certain things in your life right now, there's no need to feel embarrassed. There's no need to hide it. If you feel you want to be a little bit away from people, take that time out to be mindful. Find something that you like doing for you. If you feel, I love doing yoga, it puts me in the right frame of mind, don't feel forced to go to a yoga class. Put it up on YouTube, Put get an app, do it in your own confines of your space. Create that as your mindful minutes until you feel I'm now ready to join a class. Don't put it off thinking, I cannot go to this class. I cannot afford this class. It's not going to work for me. I cannot bear to be with people. Work in your own time zone. But the most important thing is to start and to get going. When we start making excuses for ourselves, we then look back at time that has passed and we start blaming, we start regretting, and we feel a need to find a scapegoat. The time for you to take action in your life is now. Like the saying goes, 
the best time to plant a tree was yesterday. The best time to do anything is right now. If you feel I need to do something, do it. But you have to realize that whatever you do, you have to be able to take the recognition and the responsibility of that decision. So if you feel I want to behave in a certain manner, you have to be emotionally and mentally prepared to take responsibility of that situation. When we create these little mindful minutes every day, what we're doing is we're giving ourselves a little bit of a buffer zone to break free from the stresses of one day before we go into the next day. We're giving our mind a break. We're giving our mind some sort of emotional and mental pampering, a breathing space. Now, the one thing that we do all the time is we breathe. So the first thing I'd like you to focus on is on your breathing. I'd like you to to sit down and close your eyes and breathe. Breathe in, hold your breath, and breathe out. I'd like you to do this on for the count of 10. So breathe in counting 10, hold counting 10, and breathe out counting 10. What this is doing is it's giving you a bit of oxygen. When we get stressed out, our breathing changes. We start breathing more rapidly. Or sometimes we hold our breath in between talking because we're so stressed and anxious and we don't realize that we're not uh, taking in as much oxygen as our body needs. So every day to take a few minutes just to regulate your breathing will give you an extra burst of energy apart from making you feel a little bit less stressed. When we don't breathe properly, our muscles tense up, our jaw tenses up, and our body feels a little bit more achy, uncomfortable, and it causes different things where it leads towards feeling anxious. Now, you can alleviate a lot of this. However, it's not going to happen overnight. So this is a process that I'd like you to take into as part of your daily ritual. Usually every morning before I get out of bed, I breathe. I sit up in my bed, I breathe uh, and you know, it might even sound funny, but I stretch my arms like the lady from the adverts after she's had a good night's sleep. Now, I may have had three hours of sleep, I may have had six hours of sleep, maybe even eight. But my body is now being prepared for the day ahead. So I would like to ask you to create a few mindful minutes before you get out of bed. Because when we get out of bed, we may have had a bad sleep because our our cover may have fallen off, our pillow could have moved. we could have a a bad dream that made us feel a bit restless. We may have left our window open and had a cold, stiff arm. Um, Our partner may have pushed us off the bed. You know, there's so many different things that happen while we are asleep. 
So I would like to ask you to look at what you can do before you get out of bed. Is there something that's quick, short and useful that you can do? So I would say the breathing because what it's doing now is putting you back onto a level playing field to start the day without that extra frustration of oh my god my neck is sore or xyz or I've had a bad dream what does that bad dream mean so it would be so important to start off your mindfulness with the breathing and please let me know how it goes in our next discussion I will be offering various other mindfulness techniques But let's start with the breathing and work our way from there. So it is going to be breathe in to the count of 10. Hold your breath to the count of 10. And breathe out to the count of 10. Now, as you start doing this and as you do this more regularly, Try to control and contain your mind to just yourself. Center it to who you are, where you are. Try not to take in things around you like the ticking of a clock, the sound of the neighbors or anything that's happening around in your environment. Just focus on your breath. By doing this, you are, as I've mentioned earlier, giving yourself a level playing field to start where your body, your breath is natural, it's calm and it's ready to take on the world. Lots of love from Melissa. guys so welcome back to pod with me mystic sisters podcast and i'd like to talk to you today about value of yourself and how sometimes we take our power away from us and unwittingly give that power to someone else now very often we end up feeling that People don't celebrate us or people don't make the effort or we always feel why hasn't XYZ done this for me or that for me as they would for someone else. Now I'll give you a prime example. Um, My birthday is in May and I am definitely getting older but I love my birthday. From the time I was very little, I would um, invite children over from my school to come and celebrate my birthday with me. And uh, this without even having told my parents. So I was overly excited. I just wanted to celebrate all the time. And for me to see everybody eating cake and laughing made me really, really happy that it was my birthday and they were happy because of me. Now, uh, my mum always tells me stories and, you know, my my dad, when he was around, that I would invite everybody and they would turn up and wait for a party. So, 
When it comes to birthdays, I get so excited. I want to celebrate it. And I, I just think to myself that, you know, yeah, I'm getting older, but that is relative. Older according to who? Older mentally, older emotionally, older spiritually, or older physically. So when we tend to look at our birthday as the concept only of aging and getting older, we tend to then put a stress upon our shoulders feeling, I have not done X, Y, or Z. We don't thank ourselves for having lived an extra year. We don't celebrate the fact that we've learned so much in the year that has passed. We've experienced so much. So for me, I don't actually place the pressure on getting older. To be fair, I've actually sometimes forget how old I am because I'm just so excited thinking about getting all dressed up and having that party feeling of lights and balloons. And yes, I would have had really bad days. I've even had a birthday where nobody turned up. Um, I was all dressed up. I'd gone out. My husband had spent a little fortune on, on a venue and booked this private place. And everybody had said they were turning up and nobody did. Well, that was then and that is over. I cannot take that what has happened before and allow that to dictate my future. So just thinking of one thing of a birthday, that is sometimes something we get fixated upon. We start dreading it a week or a month before our birthday. We start thinking, I'm going to get older, things haven't happened. Things according to whose standard. When we set standards that are a bit unrealistic or they're based on what other people think or what other people expect of us, we're actually taking ourselves away from the course of our pathway. We're taking ourselves away from our own karmic path and what we're meant to be achieving. So that brings me back to celebrating my birthday. So. People would say, oh, nobody's made an effort and, you know, my birthday's come and it's gone and blah-de-blah. Blah. Now, to be fair, unless you're planning to wear a big bell around your neck and hold a placard saying my birthday is on XYZ day, not everyone is going to know because there are times when we forget close and important things for pe of people uh, that are acquaintances, people that might be our very close family and friends. We may save their details on our phone or we may see it on social media. It's their birthday coming up. Or we may just remember it's their birthday. We've got to get them things. But when we tend to have these expectations that it's my birthday and I need this or why hasn't so-and-so suggested something, or why is this going the way I want it to? We're taking away the, the exact importance of that birthday. You were born. And every day after you were born is special. That day you were born was the date of your birth. And yes, celebrate it. But celebrate every single day. 
because every day is important when you exist within that day. Every day is important because you are breathing, you are alive, and you are present. But when we start to look at other things, and when we start to focus on other things, we take the importance away from being special, from feeling special, and we then tend to try to plan what is not real, what is not tangible. We start thinking about why hasn't XYZ done this or said that. It is your birthday. Plan for the present what you would like to do. Plan for the future what you would like to do. But don't try to plan in your head what other people should do. That basically is dull and void. It equals to a big fat zero. We can think, we can get angry, we can get moody about what people should or shouldn't do. It isn't going to change the fact. Now you've got one fantastic day that you were born. Celebrate it. Go and book a massage for yourself. Go get your nails done. Take a day off from work if you can to do something different. One of the things I loved doing when I lived near the ocean was to go to the ocean, put my feet into the water and feel that glorious Indian Ocean before it hit winter. I would just absolutely love the fact that we were right on the cusp of autumn and going into winter. Now, there was a saying my dad had told me when I was growing up. And it goes, only a fool would value you more than you value yourself. And that is very, very, very true. If you do not place that value on yourself, and I don't mean the value of telling someone, oh, I am worth X, Y, Z, not at all. But when you don't place the value and importance to do things that make you feel good within, that make you have a belly laugh, that make you feel all warm and squishy and amazing for you. You will never ever find the ability to enjoy the value of you. And people around you may not recognize your value. They would place a value on you that they feel fits. So it is so important to celebrate, celebrate life. It's your birthday, have fun. You know, you have to raise a storm in your life. And that storm could be something you can dance in, or that storm can be something you hide from and cry. But when it is your life, you've got to embrace it. You've got to take it. You've got to take ownership of it. Playing the blame game something and someone has not done X, Y, or Z is not going to justify that this is your life and this is who you are. Enjoy every day. So signing off, I'm going to say it's my party and I'm going to do what I want to. Have a fantastic afternoon.